Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. Oop, I hear feedback. My name is Jesse Romero. I'm here with Paul Clay. And uh, the month of January 1st as Catholics, one of the beautiful things about the Catholic faith is that every month we focus on a different aspect of the Catholic faith. The month of uh, January for Catholics, we focus on the holy name of Jesus. The name above all names. Jesus, uh, Yeshua, means God saves. Uh, I am here with my partner, Paul Clay. Paul, are you on duty, my friend? I'm on duty, ready to go, Jess. Yep, it's going to be a great New Year's, and I'll tell you why, because we know how, we know how all of this ends. Amen. Jesus Amen. wins complete wipeout. Paul, how was uh, how was your New Year's, my friend? Uh, the New Year's, you know, got a little bit under the weather, but I'm feeling much better today, Jess. Awesome. Yep. You know, Paul, uh, I, it just it just feels good to be home with the family on New Year's. I mean, I see all these, you know, watch flipping the channels, watching, you know, Times Square, New York, and other places. That yes. doesn't that doesn't uh, attract me at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I think you kind of grew out of it, huh? <laughs> I grew out of it like 30 years ago. Yeah, exactly. A long time ago. Exactly. But, uh, you know, uh, I guess um, it just shows you where your priorities are, right? Your priorities have changed. They're, your soul focus is the Lord Jesus Christ and his His kingdom. And uh, uh, things of this world uh, take less take on less and less meaning. That's right. Amen. Paul, we're going to talk about... We've been talking about you and myself have been doing a, a, a little deep dive on some of the secret societies in our country. And uh, hence, I say the word secret. Anything that has to be done in secret, I can tell you right now, uh, you, you can see the fingerprints of Satan all over it. We're yes. Gonna yeah, we're going to be talking about another secret. It's not so, so much a secret society. It's a secret retreat house in Northern California. Uh, again, many people don't know about it because it's a secret. It's called the Bo it's called the Bohemian Grove. And uh, well, after today, Jess, it won't be a secret. <laughs> that, that's right. And Paul, you know, there are just some. I would just have to say that there are some places in the world which are which are like portals to heaven. For example. You know, we see we see in Jacob's ladder, mm -hmm. Jacob's dream, where he sees a, a doorway, a ladder to heaven from his location. He sees angels going up and coming down the ladder. Yes. So that that that's a, a doorway to heaven, a portal to heaven. By the same token, you also have places in in, in on earth that are portals to hell. Yes. These are these are places that are so evil and so consecrated to evil that you're going to be opening the doorway to hell. In fact, there's a verse in scripture that I want to deploy before we get into the topic. It's in Revelation chapter 9 verse 2 where it talks about that darkness comes from hell. It says here, mm -hmm. And the fifth angel blew his trumpet and I saw and I saw a star fallen from heaven to earth 
and he and this star is a demon, and he was given the key of the shaft of the bottomless pit. He opened the shaft of the bottomless pit, and from the shaft rose smoke like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened with the smoke from the shaft. So here John the Apostle writes in his vision, he sees, again, he sees a demon opening up some, some door, some shaft to a bottomless pit. Remember, in the ancient world, they believed that, that hell was in the middle of the earth. That was the, the ancient understanding of where hell was. Mm-hmm. But uh, John says that he saw when, when this bottomless pit was open, we would argue this is hell without a doubt. What comes out of there? A great furnace, smoke. The sun and air were darker with smoke. In other words, darkness, sin, wickedness, and evil comes from hell. And what we're going to talk about, the Bohemian Grove, it's one of those portals, in my opinion, to Satan. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. And uh, it's it's almost, don't and I, and I didn't really watch the movies, but uh, I guess, um, I think, uh, you know, maybe many years ago, but I don't know what the name of the movie was, Jess, where they talked about Middle Earth, and then they had, uh, you know, the... The, the different uh, demon looking people, uh, Lord of the Rings uh, okay, series yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's that same kind of a concept that, uh, you know, there's different realms that exist and there are uh, these realms do uh, interact with each other from time to time. <laughs> yeah, Paul. And that's an important term that you just used. You just use the term realms. And a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they say, what are you talking about realms? In other words, not everything, not everything that exists can be seen. Right? Mm-hmm. For example, we live in the realm of what we can see. Uh, we can feel, we can taste, we can touch. But there's another realm or another territory or another kingdom or another sphere that you can't see. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hidden to the eyes. And again, this place called the Bohemian Grove, there's a book that was written by a guy named Mike Hansen. It's called The Cult of Conspiracy. Let me uh, make some comments about this as we... uh, It it says here in the article, Bohemian Grove, a book by Mike Hansen. It says, anybody can be president of the United States, but very few can ever hope, have any hope of becoming president of the Bohemian Club. That apparently was stated by President Richard Nixon in 1972. It says, uh, Hansen writes... They secretly meet for 17 days each July in a remote sacred grove of ancient redwood trees in the deep forest surrounding San Francisco. Some 1,500 in number, their membership role is kept secret. Again, all this, you know, <laughs> secret, secret, secret. This is this, this, this smacks of Satanism. But includes the super rich blood dynasty family members uh, of, of the Illuminati heavy-hitting corporate chieftains, and high government officials. Mingling among them are a number of Hollywood movie stars, Broadway producers, famous entertainers, musicians, authors, painters, and poets, great statesmen, and we're told gentlemen. Yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. right. The names you'll recognize, former U.S. presidents, most of our most of the President Bush administration's top officials, such as Colin Powell, are also members of this exclusive men's club. California Governor Pete Wilson, 
San Francisco, other major cities, astronauts, former FBI and CIA directors, former secretaries of states, international bankers, heads of big oil, Arco, Mobile, Pennzoil, Texaco, corporate CEOs. They frolic in the Redwoods with some of the most famous creative people in history. Mm. So what is the, what is this ultra elite club with the bizarre druid customs? They are the Bohemians, formerly known as the Bohemian Club. They practically own their own county north of San Francisco, a 2,700-acre summer camp they call the Bohemian Grove. Since the 1890s, the Grovers, as they're known to intimates, have gathered amongst the, these redwood trees to get away from it all. Have a little summer vacation fun and avoid business dealings altogether for two weeks. At least that's the official story. Paul, what say you so far? Well, I'm 110% convinced, Jess, that, uh, you know, a lot of people say, you know, this stuff sounds a little unbelievable. And, uh, well, let me just tell you what I do know. Uh, my my own younger brother was very, uh, he, was, he, he did a military career, and he pretty much ran the budget for the Army, okay? Uh, he worked out of the Pentagon, and he, uh, you know, he was a rising star. Uh, I, I, I looked at his appraisals for promotability and stuff, and they were, we recommend uh, earliest promotion to general, earliest promotion to general. Um, he retired as a full bird colonel. Anyway, he, Jess, he um, was invited by a two-star general, which is a major general. Uh, he, in, he invited, he was invited to become a Freemason. And my brother uh, refused, you know, he told, you know, he passed up on it. Now, my brother, uh, he refused ignorantly. He didn't, you know, he, he wasn't an informed guy or whatever. He just, you know, said, ah, that's not my, that's not my cup of tea. But as you know, after rejecting that, uh, his career went nowhere. He retired a full bird colonel. Uh, they, if you want certain doors opened, to you know, to where uh, you're actually the you know the leaders, the cream of the crop in certain areas. If you do not uh, get initiated into these ideas, into this way of thinking, uh, you'll never get there. That's a, and that's you can take that to the bank. Uh, this is all about. Uh, it's not just a, a a buddy connection and a who's who, but uh, because we know that there are um, satanic links to these things but for sure remember satan is the god of this world and he controls everything in this world yes. uh so uh, uh you know everything to the extent that god allows him right to control yes mm -hmm. first john five nineteen. Yeah. correct yes. Paul, my, my my father right out of college in mexico city he played college he played american football over in a mexican college uh when he was graduating from it's called it was a very it's like the usc of mexico city politecnico Mm -hmm. He was a big buff Mexican, about 220 pounds linebacker. Uh, he applied for uh, to be a Secret Service for the president. I'll tell you why he was rejected on the next segment. <clears throat> Could it be because he didn't want to join the Freemasons? We'll be right back. <laughs> Jesus 911. Just remember Paul Clay. Now, back to Jesus 911.
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Talking about secret societies, uh, the word secret just should be a trigger for any Catholic when somebody wants you to join something said, it's a secret. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, my father graduated from college back in a very prestigious college called Politecnico in Mexico City. He played American football. He was a linebacker. He's a pretty big, solid Mexican guy back in his youth. He was about 215, 220 solid, about you know six foot back then. Uh, and so when he graduated from college with his bachelor's, he was approached by some of the president's men at the time. They said, you'd be a perfect bodyguard for the president or a governor. Here's an application. Why don't you come and take the interview? So my dad, you know, like 21, 22 years old, he goes and applies uh, to become a, a secret service for the Mexican president. And, and during the interview, they asked him, they said, um, by the way, you, you got to just... Uh, sign this paper that you will not practice your Catholic faith and that you will be, that you'll practice Freemasonry and join up. My dad said, my dad didn't even know what that was. For, mm -mm. He's 21 years. He goes, what? For, what is that? Renounce my Catholic faith. My, my, my dad was more of a cultural Catholic at the time, but he says, well, I can't do that. My parents would slap me. You know, my mom and dad would die if I would leave the Catholic faith. What's Freemasonry? So my dad didn't end up taking the job. As uh, for the Secret Service for the Mexican president, once again, like you said, Paul, these secret societies, uh, they, they're the movers and shakers around the world. Yep, they're the, they're the gatekeepers uh, for uh, uh, prominent positions in this world. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, so as we see here that, uh, you know, uh, many prominent people, uh, modern day and in the past, uh, you know, you know, I like to think that, you know, when, when I talk about the United States, they say, oh, the United States practices um, uh, nation building. Well, these guys are, are, you know, are trying to build the world, Jess, in, in a way that, uh, you know, fits their worldview. Uh, yeah. long, and, they're, and they're playing the long game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're patient. Yeah, they're yeah. patient. It, yeah, the article says here. Uh, there are other stories, some of them too strange to believe, tales of world leaders plotting the world's destiny there in secret war rooms, handpicking presidents and future leaders from the Bohemian Grove, reports of occult rituals being conducted by these same powerful men, clad only in hooded red, black and white robes, offering an effigy of a human being to be sacrificed by fire to a towering 40-foot stone owl god, the great owl of Bohemia in a ceremony called the cremation of care. Sometimes they discard the robes, don woman's clothing and parade around on stage in theatrical productions. Or if the spirit so moves them, they wear no clothes at all. Things get even stranger. Still stories have come out of the grove about wild homosexual orgies, male and female prostitutes being engaged in what, can only be described as extreme sexual games, young children being exploited in unspeakable ways, up to and including cold-blooded ritual murder. There are stories involving actual human sacrifice at the altar of the owl god statue. Understandably, it's all very hard to believe. But is any of this true? 
Does the Bohemian Grove emulate the ancient mystery cults of Babylon, Rome, and Greece? Do its members celebrate the old gods such as Moloch, Ishtar, Lilith, Attis, Mithra, Apollo, Zoroaster, and the others? Who, by the way, we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name? Or is it a Western secret society like the Freemasons and Yale's exclusive skull and bones? Are they just having good, clean fun at the Grove? Or are they covertly plotting the takeover of the world? Why do our world leaders meet here to share a fascination with the arts and all things bohemian? Why the obsession with the occult and ancient Babylon? Now, here's what gets me, Paul. It's closed to the public, sealed off by helicopters, a private security force, armed, armed guards. There can be no doubt that without the prying eyes of the public upon them, the power elite may engage in whatever activities they wish at the Grove, whether it's crafting policy matters in secret, dancing around in drag, cheating on their wives with prostitutes, taking drugs, practicing black magic, or even committing murder. The pristine isolation of the Bohemian Grove provides a convenient cover for any immoral, illegal, or ungentlemanly behavior one desires. Sure. The, yeah, go ahead, Paul. Well, their cover is simply, hey, if, if you're who's who in the zoo, so to speak, hey, <coughs> well, I require this, um, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, you know, you require this um, uh, protection, right? Uh, you, you know, you, you know, you can't have members of the general public, you know, walking up on presidents and, uh, you know, royalty from other nations and so forth. Uh, so yeah, this doesn't, you know, this is right along there with the Epstein Island, Jess, you know, that's exactly it, <laughs> Paul. And years ago, I would have said, oh, come on guys, 10 years. This is the conspiracy theory, Paul, everything that I was calling a conspiracy theory, because I've been programmed to think that way. Yeah. It seems, seems to be coming to be true. I was saying nobody would ever put, no government would ever put a chip underneath your skin. Are you crazy? Are you, no government would ever try to, you know, uh, you know, uh, try to unite a human being with, 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 uh, you know, with, uh, the internet and computer, computer parts, everything that once upon a time we would call a conspiracy theory, Paul seems to be happening in our lifetime. Yep. It does. And, uh, and you know, what was done, uh, in previous generations in secret has come to the light now and is coming more and more to the light. Why? Because, Darkness is emboldened, and I think just it is linked to the unholiness of people in the world, the the rejection of the one true God uh, in mass in this world has essentially unleashed, or you know, God has pulled back the restrainer, and so that now the forces, these demonic forces, can uh, are you know, be, are being systematically released more and more and more. And the more people that give it uh, power by engaging in these things, uh, I think this is right along with God's plan because, uh, you know, once, once, once Frankenstein is created, that's when our Savior Jesus Christ comes back and, uh, and he drives Frankie out of the village. That's right, <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> Paul, and this goes back to this. This goes back to one strong point: is that Christ is our light, and apart from Christ, any philosophy apart from yeah. Christ, any world system apart from Christ, any government 
you know, agenda apart from Christ is 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 a uh, is uh, basically the road to darkness, the road to perdition. It's very clear that I mean, in fact, we just celebrated the Easter season. Jesus Christ came into the world, and as Matthew four sixteen says, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. Okay, what's that light? That's Jesus, and uh, that's what we call in Catholicism having an interior conversion. These men, these immoral, filthy, rich men, they haven't had the interior conversion of Christ. What do I mean by that? An interior conversion to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, it's like being in a dark room and then somebody flips on the light switch. And now you can start seeing more clearly, you can think morally, and you can reason correctly. Uh, It's like that dimmer switch, Paul, when you come into a room, uh, as you start drawing closer to Christ and growing in, in, in grace, the dimmer switch starts becoming brighter and you can see more. These men are sons of Satan. I mean, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, pejoratively. I'm saying that biblically because in 1 John 3.10, John the Apostle describes two types of children. It says this, quote, By this it may be seen who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not do right is not of God nor he who does not love his brother. I would argue, Paul, that was ha- these secret meetings and this secret society at the Bohemian Grove, I could venture to say that they're not there doing New Testament Bible studies or evangelism you know, uh, workshops on how to win the souls for Christ. I, I, I'm sure that what's happening there is the sons of Satan who are enemies of the cross because their God is their belly, and their minds are set on the things of the earth. They're a perverse generation. They are moving people towards the darkness and away from Christ. Yes. And a slight correction. We just went past the Christmas. Uh, we're in the Christmas season, not the Easter. <laughs> but, no, no, that's it. Thank uh, you. Yeah. But uh, listen, listen, Jess, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Now, I, I know you're not saying that every one of these you know, members, you know, uh, you know, is steeped in Satanism. No, no, of uh, course not. You know, it is actively involved in, no. you know, in a conspiracy to, you know, destroy the earth. Uh, we would venture and, uh, you know, we would agree that most of these people are there ignorantly, you know, uh, because uh, Jesus, you know, there is no neutral ground here. If you're either for me or against me, Christ says. And for the large majority of the people in the world, they're against Christ by, you know, just by de facto, uh, I'm, you know, I'm Switzerland. I'm not really religious. Hey, we don't talk politics. We don't talk religion is what they say. And, and let's just move on to another subject. That's the untalked about subject. And well, that puts you right smack in the path against God. Okay. Uh, and, and it makes you ripe for the picking, uh, for the enemy of God, uh, Satan to, uh, be used, abused and subjected to satanic influence. Uh, it's kind of like pornography. Uh, when you look at pornography, uh, um, and I learned this from you, you said a lot of porn is cursed, right? Jess is satanically cursed. And so many men suffer from this, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and they continually go back. So they're not only just dealing with it in their own fleshly desire, but they're dealing with it because it is there is a satanic curse 
with it. And unless you deal with that uh, in the complete spiritual realm, which you can learn about from Father Ripperberg in, in the upcoming uh, 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 seminar, yeah, um, you, you're going to be stuck. Am I am I onto something, Jess? <laughs> that you're you're absolutely right, Paul. And uh, again, I, one of the things, one of the notable things about the Bohemian Grove is they got this big. Uh, this God Owl, lowercase God, G-O-D. Mm. And uh, they've actually called this God Owl, they call him Molech. Mm. Now, Molech is found all over the Bible. Okay, he's uh, in, in Leviticus 18, Leviticus 20, 1 Kings 11. Uh, l- let me read a, f- a few things about the God Molech, false, false God. It says, you shall not offer any of your offspring for immolation to Molech, thus profaning the name of your God, I am the Lord. In other words, in the Old Testament, the pagans would offer child sacrifice to this God, Molech. He was the God that uh, wanted their sons and daughters to be sacrificed to him by fire. This is the God, lowercase g, that's being worshipped at the Bohemian Grove. We'll be right back. Jesus 911, two-man car, Justin Paul. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. Jesus, I trust in you. By the way, why, why do we do these shows? I'll tell you why we do them. Because Jesus Christ's death on the cross has now claimed every square inch on planet Earth for himself. Everything belongs to him. And so as we're looking at some of these secret cults, they're trying to claim what what Christ bought on the cross for themselves. And uh, that's not going to happen on our watch because we're called, as the Bible says, to expose the darkness. So, Paul, you'll you'll see this Bohemian Grove. They, They have a liturgy, which goes to show you again, there's a mockery of Catholicism. They have they have men in robes. They have processions. They have candles. They mm-hmm. have an altar. People they they have a liturgy. It's called the cremation of the care ceremony. Uh, they have uh, again. It's all males. It, it it has it has a ritual to it. Yeah. They even have a, 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 a again. It just, I can just imagine you have nothing but rich, elite narcissists in this one place. I can just imagine the things that go on there based on the fact that I understand man's fallen nature and man's concupiscence. Mm. Indeed. Uh, let's continue on in the article, Jess. Yeah, yeah. It, sa- it says here, this private club of influential men meets annually north of San Francisco, uses this symbolic ritual to kick off its summer retreat. But today, the ceremony involves burning a mummy-like effigy named Care at the foot of the group's mascot, a 40-foot-tall concrete owl. It's difficult for many people to accept the truth that several of our nation's top leaders have been members of the occultic Bohemian Grove. Too many to mention, trust me. Since 1873, the global elite has held secret meetings of the ancient Redwood Forest in Northern California. Members of the so-called Bohemian Club include former presidents, 
members of this all-male club don red, black, and silver robes and conduct an occult ritual wherein they worship a giant stone owl, sacrificing a human being in effigy to what they call the great owl of Bohemia. Um, I'm going to go to, to the article written by Susan Bohen. She says this, The Bohemian Club's annual summer encampment came to a close here Sunday, ending a two-week retreat for the rich and powerful that President Herbert Hoover once called the greatest men's party on earth. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The club's famed annual gathering has been held for more than 100 years at the 2,700-acre Bohemian Grove in Monterrio, about 70 miles north of San Francisco in Sonoma County. This year's event drew in notables such as former President Bush, Texas Governor George Bush, Henry Kissinger, retired General Colin Powell, former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich, and Dow Chemical Chairman Frank Popoff, as well as actor Danny Glover. The men gathered to celebrate what they call the Spirit of Bohemia, said Peter Phillips, a Sonoma State University sociology professor who wrote his doctoral dissertation on the Bohemian Club. He says, this is the place men can go and hang out with people who are similar to them. Well, what does he mean by that, Paul? Similar, rich, elitist, narcissistic, and godless. That's, that's, what, that's what binds these men. Secular humanist and, and Luciferian. When I say Luciferian, yeah. what I mean by that is somebody who lives by the precepts of it's my way or the highway. Yeah, and Jess, you know, you name, you know, and looking at that list of names, uh, you got Republicans and Democrats alike. You got Hollywood elites uh, uh, you know, along with, uh, you know, corporate America, you have everybody, uh, you know, you know, who has any sphere of influence, you know, yep. you know, you know, at least in this country, uh, attending this, um, this kind of dispels the, the rumor that, you know, Hey, it's all about Republican versus Democrat or Republicans. Some, sometimes we get caught up in politics, Jess, and we think yep, that you're right that that the Republicans are somehow the, you know, the, the, you know, the, the clean party, the party of, uh, of goodness and the party that wants to uh, fight for, you know, righteous ideas. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, there are things on the Republican platform that we agree to and that we must support. <clears throat> but the reality of the situation is, is there's only one savior in this world and that's Jesus Christ the righteous. There's one name under heaven and earth that men must be saved except Jesus. And so it doesn't matter where your politics lie in a sense and on one end or another, if you're not walking with God, uh, you can be influenced by Satan. Absolutely. I, I will say this though, because it is a, it's in one of my books that I wrote is um, uh, I'm probably one of the only crazy Catholics that goes into sat satanic websites, which I do because I want to read what they say from their from the from their own uh, documents instead of saying, "Oh, some Catholic told me this." Because people say you're getting that secondhand, Jess, and being an ex-cop, uh, you have to use primary source documents. So I do go into a lot of satanic websites to see what they teach, and I can tell you this: that every satanic website that I've been on, and I don't recommend the average Catholic do this. Uh, again, I, I do this and stuff because I I know how to pray. And how to protect myself before I go onto these websites. I don't recommend any Catholic going on there unless you have a serious prayer life and you're seriously in a state of grace and know what to do before you go on these websites. But I will say, 
the the Church of Satan, the Temple of Satan's uh, political stance and the Democrat Party are identical, mm. identical in every mm. website that I've seen because they have political statements and uh, they're uh, they're they're completely one hundred percent congruent with each other. Yeah, Paul. The article says here uh, that the club was born was formed in eighteen seventy two by a group of San Francisco journalists. The male only club now bars journalists from membership to protect the group's privacy. Membership is coveted, and people routinely wait 10 or 15 years before gaining admittance. There are currently about 2,700 members. Here's something interesting. So no journalist can go in there. That, that's very interesting, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of Islamic countries that run, are governed under Sharia law and communist countries. Guess what? Western cameras aren't allowed in communist countries or in uh, Sharia law Islamic countries or in the Bohemian Grove. Why? Because when they don't allow cameras to go in there, that means that things that are illegal, evil, and sinful are occurring there. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they want no record of the events that transpired. Um, yeah, uh, Jess, this is uh, just another example of, uh, again, uh, when you play with fire, you eventually you're going to get burned. And... Uh, so what you have here, in my opinion, is a bunch of elites, uh, some who absolutely know what's going on, some who are, are there uh, and just happy to be invited and be next to uh, some of these celebrities. And they get there and they get exposed to this darkness and uh, uh, they open themselves up inadvertently to the influence of Satan himself. That's right. So. The club has drawn criticism for years because of its its emphasis on privacy. What particularly concerns Philip and others, Dr. Phillips, are the lakeside talks held during the summer retreat. This year, this was was written a couple years ago, uh, Powell was expected to deliver a, a talk entitled America's Promise, Leading Armies and Leading Kids. These are often public policy speeches, said Mary Moore with Bohemian Grove Action Network, a protest group, and the American public is not privy to it. Bohemian Grove Action Group has periodically held demonstrations at the Grove, although none were held this year. The point of the protest, Mary Moore said, has been to let American public know that what they've learned in civics isn't the full story and how decision-making is made in this country. The (laughs) Bohemian Club, she said, is one of the most elite organizations on the planet. You also have Professor Peter Phillips echoes Mary Moore's objections to the off-record nature of the Lakeside Talks. He says, These are extremely powerful people and private discussions on policy issues that affect us certainly go against democratic principles. There's no reason that those speeches they're giving couldn't be transcribed and made public. They have a responsibility to be open about it. Paul, comments? You know, I'm just, you know, listen, if this is catching anybody by surprise that this stuff exists, which I don't think so, just because we talk about this stuff all the time, um, it's just a reminder for me as we come into 2022 that. Uh, when we encounter Christ, the Bible says we have been given the Holy Spirit in order, and, and, and we receive power. And the power of the Holy Spirit 
is the power that overcomes all of this, Jess. It, uh, it, it is the power for us to go out and subject, subject this world to the truths of Christ. And uh, I just want to encourage more and more believers to, uh, uh, to get involved in this fight because it is a spiritual fight and it cannot be fought with uh, flesh and blood. It has to be done in the spirit. And uh, if we're going to make our mark uh, uh, and, and amount to anything in this world, it must be done by walking with Christ. Everything else will be burned up. All your works, if they're not, if you know, when they're tested, they're going to be tested with fire. And that, and what is done of Christ for Christ and in Christ will remain, and everything else will be burned up. No matter how, uh, you know, righteous the deed may have seemed, if it wasn't done uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit, it, you know, it's it's for nothing. That's right. And uh, as Catholics, uh, we at baptism we were actually delivered from the dominion of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of Christ. Yes. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. The Bible says, "Give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son <coughs> in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins." That's who we are. We are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people. We're part of Team Jesus, and we'll be right back. Continue talking and exposing this secret society called the Bohemian Club. Now. Back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, you're listening to Jesus Clarity with Charity. We'll help you connect the dots here. We're not politically correct. We're just spiritually correct. And uh, both of us are here reporting for duty. Paul, here's a section of the article, and, and, and then we'll comment on, on the solution. But this is this is gold right here. There, there's a book. It's called uh, Transform, Transformation of America. It's written by O'Brien and Phillips. It's a book. On page 170 and 71, here's what it says. Information may radically change this perception of Bohemian Grove. Not merely drunkenness, unbounded use of alcohol and drugs with vague homosexual tones, but reported activities much more serious, kidnapping, rape, pedophilia, sodomy, ritual murder. Investigation is blocked under the 1947 National Security Act. And like the Omaha child abuse case, includes illegal detention of children. For decades, there have been, a vague, there have been vague rumors of weird goings on in Bohemian Grove in more remote parts of its 2,200 acres. Reliable reports claim Druidic-like rituals, Druids in red-hooded robes, marching in procession, and chanting to the great owl, Moloch, who we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name. There is a funeral pyre with corpses. Scores of men work in the Bohemian groves as servants, so this party is fairly well established. 
An article in a local community newspaper, the Santa Rosa Sun, back in July 1993, reported on the cult of Canaan and the legend of Moloch in place at Bohemian Grove. The Moloch pagan cult of sacrifice is human sacrifice. About the mid-1980s, there were rumors of murders in remote parts of the property. A local police investigation went nowhere. State investigators on related criminal acts went nowhere. According to an observer and near victim who can describe the Bohemian Grove inner hideaways, the closed sanctum, even the decor at secret locations, places where no outsider goes or servants, according to our sources, there's an underground lounge, uh, a dark room, a leather room, and a necrophilia room. Hmm. Lastly, just mentioned that the origin of Moloch, Druid, and Canaanite cults. These cults were based on human sacrifice back in the Old Testament. So why would a 20th century resort reproduce the cult ceremonies? At the minimum, it demonstrates an attraction to the ceremonial practices of the cult, that is, adoration of destruction, blood, barbarity, and sacrifice of children. In brief, the author, O'Brien, her charges are consistent with the tenets of Bohemian Grove as played out in ceremony. This is not a resort devoted to, for example, tennis or swimming. It's apparently devoted to blood sacrifices. Yep, Paul. And, yeah. and these, all, these, all these world leaders, Paul, think about that. They have all the creature comforts that somebody could ever desire, and they have everything at their disposal to amuse themselves with, including all the women they want, but, they're, Paul, they're not happy with that. They're well, not happy to, to... You know what they want, Paul? They, 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 they're attracted to the dark side, to paganism, to pagan yeah. rituals, to mind control, to homosexuality, to bestiality, prostitution. And, yes, they're even attracted to human sacrifice, I have no doubt. Yes, after hearing that last part read... What I said earlier about people being, you know, inadvertently, you know, sucked into this stuff. Uh, no, this organization right here, this Bohemian Grove, this sounds like these are people who are well indoctrinated into the satanic lifestyle. OK, these, you know, you know, if you're attending this, you know, and these types of things are going on, then there's no doubt in my mind that you are you're not just complicit. You are an active participant in Satanism. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and you cannot maintain this idea that somehow you are, uh, uh, you know, uh, you have a relationship with the Lord, uh, there, you know, ignorant, there's no, there's, you can't be involved to this level and be ignorant. So, uh, I pray to God that some of this stuff is a slight exaggeration, but when you look at things like, uh, uh, even in the like, let's use Hillary Clinton as an example and Bill Clinton, some of the things that they've done, I mean, right there, bold, they've committed crimes and they are not prosecutable. You know, uh, there's no will by the political class to even uh, uh, prosecute these individuals and hold them accountable. And so we have a two tiered system of um uh, of law here in this country. And it's clear there's, there's law for the common man. And then there's law for the, uh, uh, you know, apparently the so-called elite, uh, jail. It was said to me one time by a friend of mine, his father, 
who was a retired uh, uh, L.A. sheriff. He said, Paul, he says, I want to tell you something. I said, what's that, sir? He says, jail is for the poor. And uh, I never forgot that. And My dad told me the same thing, Paul. He said, don't yeah. uh, don't take the badge too too serious, son. Jail is as made for the poor. He goes, the people that deserve jail will never see jail a day in their life in this lifetime. That's exactly right. And so it's basically, um, uh, you know, it's it's almost like there's a facade of fairness and justice. There's a like like when we have an election, Jess, uh, uh, you know, do we really are we really convinced that the the you know, that the 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 one elected by the people uh, got elected? And the answer to that, we know from this last election is absolutely not. We cannot be uh, ever sure of that because we know about the manipulation. We know about the uh, um, uh, these groups that uh, will do anything to stay in power. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why this the Bohemian Grove, the Freemasons, the Illuminati, they are they are an, an, an occult group. And I'm saying occult. The word occult in the dictionary, it, it's defined as secret or esoteric or mystical or magical or beyond mm -hmm. ordinary human understanding, secretive, disclosed from the public, hidden from view. Every definition of the occult fits the Bohemian Grove Retreat Center, the Freemasons, and the Illuminati, and many other secret societies out there. And also, uh, one of the things that also we know about the occult is they're steeped in heresy. They, 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 they accept theological error. They reject orthodoxy. They reject the triune God. They reject the Lordship of Jesus Christ. They reject God's only plan of salvation. And they oh, embrace many, many, Satan. <laughs> yeah. Many of these people are probably baptized Catholics or Protestants as well, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. And that's why, um, you know, you know, sacred scripture tells us, you know, you can have a form of godliness, but that but you didn't they deny the power thereof. You know, uh, listen, uh, it's not just knowing about God. It's not just being, you know, exposed to, you know, a little bit of religion growing up. Uh, God, Jesus Christ says he wants to be Lord of all. Uh, not you know, or not Lord at all. You know, uh, when you come to Christ, uh, you know, you come with the understanding that everything in my being, you know, He's the pearl of great price, Jess. He is the one where you know I forsook everything in order to get that one pearl because I saw that it had such value. Everything I am, everything I hope to be, is steeped in Christ. Uh, I, and I've said this before on the show, and I'll say it again. Like David said, whom have I in heaven, O Lord, but thee? And on the earth I desire none but thee. That needs to be our attitude. And I want to encourage every listener out there today to, you know, whatever you're doing today, just to bow your head and open up your heart and say, Lord, uh, here I am. You know, when the Lord told Isaiah, who will I send? Who will go for me? Isaiah said, send me, Lord, send me. Well, that needs to be our attitude. Lord, send me. Let me be thy servant. Let me be your instrument. Let me be your hands on this earth today in order to lift up high the name of Jesus. That's right. And, and uh, there's three things that I want to point out from Scripture is that God has power over darkness. Don't forget that. 
Tar- mm-hmm. uh, darkness and demons and the diabolical and evil people, they have an expiration date. They're on their way out. Okay, They're on their way out to the, uh, uh, unfortunately, to a place where there will be eternal global warming. The second thing that we're called to do, yeah, the, look, look what it says in, in Exodus chapter ten twenty one. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand towards heaven that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, a darkness to be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand towards heaven and there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did any rise from his place for three days. But all the people of Israel had light where they dwelt. Notice God brought three days of darkness to wicked people. But if you walk in the light of faith, you're always going to have God's protection. Okay, uh, But when you're faithless and you walk according to your disordered passions and your fallen nature, you don't have God's perfection, protection just like the Egyptians didn't. What else do we know? We're called to share our faith with others. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For it is God who said, Let light shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. We have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that the transcendent power belongs to God and not to us. What's that saying? We're called to witness and share our faith. And whatever good we do when we evangelize others, we thank God for it. Whatever talent we have, it's on loan from God and we thank God for it. The third point I want to make is that there is victory, there's final ultimate victory in following Jesus Christ. John chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. That's a reference to Jesus Christ in the Gospel of John. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In other words, there is victory, final victory, when you walk with Jesus Christ, and you live by the obedience of faith. Paul? Preach it, brother. All I got to say is preach it. That is exactly right. The darkness could not, cannot, will not, will never overcome the light of Christ. And that's what we have to look forward to. Um, Listen, whatever you're going through, it's temporary. God is calling us to eternity. He's calling us to the things that last forever. Why don't you join us in the fight and... Lift up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The only tragedy in life is to die and not become a saint. That's a wrap. Jesus 911. Uh, Two-man car war out. 10-7. E-O-W. End of watch up next. You'll hear more from Gary Machuda. Hands-on apologetics. Coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for me and Paul, we are out. Out.